Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney, and you're listening to another great show only on the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, feel free to check out www.4iradio.com. Hi, this is Steve O'Mooney from the 4i Radio Network. Now, one of our great sponsors on our show is Amazon.com. Go to thesasquatch.net, click on the Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste if you do. So that again, check out thesasquatch.net and click on our Amazon.com banner. Thank you for your support. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Arcade Bros. I am Player One, Steve-O, and along with my co-host, Player Two, Gail. And you are listening now to episode number 31. Uh, obviously, we had our big 3-0 last week, which went over pretty well. Um, don't forget, you can also find us at www.arcade-bros.com, part of the 4i Radio Network, The Fern. For for more information, visit 4iradio.com. Don't forget, you can listen to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, BlackBerry Podcast Directory, Mi- I always forget that Miro guide. Mixcloud and Double Twist simply by typing in Arcade Bros. Now, <clears throat> this podcast is brought to you by AmericaJoy.com, American Joy Print Shop, the official sponsor of the 4i Radio Network. They do business cards, flyers, posters, banners, vinyl cut, car apps, and more. So for more information, go to AmericaJoy.com for more information and tell them the fern sent you all right so without further ado we uh, like to format the show a little different this week so we're going to give ahead and do some shout outs right at the beginning now these is a new thing we started with our last uh show kyle put it together because kyle is pretty much the ringleader of the uh arcade bros twitter feed this corner weighing 25 ounces is a splummer from the streets of brooklyn i don't know is that what ringleader does no i thought ringleader was a guy who does the whole um uh, thing oh, for like the circus. Yeah, the circus. Oh, okay. Anyways, but uh, Kyle's decided um, for people who follow us, we decided to give them a big uh, shout out. So mm-hmm. uh, without further ado, it's a shout out. We're playing one and two. They're gonna come and get you video games. Shout out. Let's get away from it. So who we got? Well, we got a whole bunch of people, but of course I'm waiting for my notes to open. Oh, okay. Nice. Well, I have. Why don't you start, Steve? Okay, I have at Hyrule Hustler. Uh, child, uh, they do a Child's Play Zelda group from Canada. Uh, go ahead and check them out at www.hyrulehustlers.com. Uh, we have at RetroMade Games. Um, we also have who's following us is at Real Nerds and at uh, I think this is going to be hard to think, but it's Drandroy, but I think it's spelled D A R I O N D A N J O U. We also have at Andrew Bowman, 36, at Colin Exinos, uh, I believe, but that's going to be at C-O-L-E-X-I-O-N-S. And then we have at D&D Podcast asked about their Kickstarter to buy more equipment for their show. Went amazingly. You should send them reward. They should be sending them rewards out in the next month. Uh, RSS is HTTP colon. <laughs> Backslash backslash zero no 
not zero. I can't even do this. See, this is what Kyle does. Well, is yeah, of course, my notes are not wanting to work. So it's um, uh, zero, not zero. I keep saying zero. Okay, it's going to be. Let's. We're rewinding. The RSS fee is HTTP colon backslash backslash O W dot L Y backslash L eight R four six. Or you can go visit the website, which is exactly what I just said. Exactly. Uh, so, um, before we get into any more of our stuff, we'll do... Uh, Kyle, what have you been playing this week? Uh, for right now, I'm playing with my laptop because it doesn't want to work. There we go. Uh, what I've also been playing is... Really nothing. I haven't really been playing a lot of games this week just because I've been busy doing other things. Um, how about yourself, Steve? You um, I, find, I got more into that... Uh, I'm just going to call it Studio Ghibli's game for the PlayStation 3 because I always go... The, I, I know it's the Wrath of the White... I know it's the Wrath of the White Witch. Played a little bit more of that. It's actually very interesting. It's fun. It's unique. Um, just a very like again. It's which I think is dumb. I was I was having this conversation with someone earlier this week about how I feel that PlayStation is finally giving us all these exclusive games, and then they're going to probably be releasing their next system at the end of this year. So they really just kind of screwed everybody who was like a PlayStation fan. I think mm. so. It's just kind of like, all right, because like we have next month coming up is the Beyond, uh, not Beyond, but... <laughs> for, for saying, I thought you were going to say Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce's <laughs> new uh, video game, the exclusive for the PlayStation 3. It's Beyonce's yeah. new world of power, pleasure, dome, where you fight a bunch of Did gypsies. Did you like me? You should have put a gypsy on it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, you just sing a lot. It's, <laughs> it's horrible. But... Yeah. So what but yeah, yeah, yeah. So PlayStation, I feel, has just been kind of like, yeah, we're gonna finally give you all of our exclusive games this year, and then we're just gonna be like buying new systems. So, but we'll see what happens. Apparently, the Xbox, of course, next week will be having their huge reveal. Right. That should be Tuesday. I think, yeah, right? Tuesday, I believe. So, should be pretty interesting. We'll see what's gonna be the next thing because PlayStation already had their re- reveal back in, I believe, February. And uh, now it's time for Xbox to show what they're going to be offering. So we'll see what happens, which one's going to stack up. And, and then, of course, all the rumors will be coming up. We're like, well, this does this, this does this. So that's always fun. Especially like IGN. IGN, I feel, does not know what the hell they're doing anymore. Nope. They literally just like to post things just to have content up on their website, I feel. They're the CNN of Kotaku. They're basically, yeah. Um, it basically, yeah, if you want gaming news, i definitely go check out uh, to Kotaku. <laughs> <laughs> go check out cock. Go check out some cocks. Kaku. <laughs> Just type in cocks Gak. and you get all your gaming news from penises <laughs> and, and balls. It's winking at me, Bob. <laughs> Fuck. I'm so out of it on this podcast, but I think this is probably going to be the best podcast. They're like, Steve, you not get sleep at all. Ever. Um, yeah, yeah, I, actually, yeah, I was trying go. to think of what games I was going to play and I'm playing, but then I got distracted this week. Um, I know I was going to try and finally beat Skyrim. I'm at the point where I'm almost at the final. I just ruined it all for dragons everywhere. Six cents. But yeah, I'm going to play a little bit more of Luigi's Mansion. That's getting kind of cool. Um, you get a little, they're adding a lot of my, uh, level. Blah, 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 blah. This is the worst podcast ever for me. Um. Yeah. So I played a little bit more of Luigi's Mansion. Author. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. Um. Holy crap! What happened? No balls in your mouth. Stop it! Stop it, Tra- John Travolta. So weird. So weird. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. So, uh, I guess that Arrested Development comes out this week, huh? Yes, but that unless I have a video game. 
Well, they could. They could come out with the video game to tie it all in. Development video game. We decided to do one out of movie instead. So in your face. Rebuilding our shit. Yeah, that's sh- actually I, that should be really kind of. You know how bad that's gonna be though when it gets released because I, you know, you're just gonna sit there and want to watch one episode right after the other because they're releasing the entire season. They're not just gonna release like an episode a week, so you're just kind of like ah. Yeah. So um yeah that should be pretty fun, but um yeah so Luigi's Mansions uh, Dark of the Moon, uh really fun um new level ups and all that kind of good stuff so yeah just getting through that um playing a little bit more of Injustice I'm actually waiting because apparently they're releasing Batgirl soon as a playable character and then they said there's two more playable characters now I don't know who they're gonna be no one really knows who they're gonna be but I was thinking who would you like to see in the Injustice video game the uh, Elastic Man. Plastic Man? <laughs> yeah, that guy too. No, I don't know. I would like to see maybe, uh, I guess, a matchup between uh, more of like the villains, I guess, would be good. Like, I'd like to see Black Manta. Mm. Uh, I'd like to see like Brainiac, like how they would do Brainiac in this game. Oh. Uh, maybe even do like some of the like, General Zod, maybe some characters like that. Uh, they could even bring in like Clayface would be a cool character to play. Oh, yeah. Because maybe he could just, his skill is just morphing into them, so he can then take over their fighting styles. Hi! Yeah, make it easy. Just do that. You know, he swallows them. Yeah. Um, one character I'd like to see, he's actually a background character, but I would like to see, why not make a Martian Manhunter a playable character? <gasps> yeah, he'd be good. Yeah, I'm surprised he wasn't in it. Yeah. He just stayed off world being like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Go have fun. Game. My name is John, and I do what I want. John, no, no, no. John, no, no, no. John, 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 John. That's all he was doing in the, uh, in the Watchtower. Yeah. He was like, hey, John, you want to come help us out? John, 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 John. My Martians bring voice to the yard. My Martians are better than yours. My Martians yeah, my are better than yours. John, ah, my weakness. <laughs> We're watching. We're uh, s'mores, John. You want some? Oh, fire bad. John, 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 John. <laughs> Uh, that would be your level too. It's like you just sit there <laughs> dancing. Bust the beat. My name is John. Can't you see? I'm a Martian man hunter. Yes, see, which doesn't make sense because I'm a Martian man hunter. Even though I'm a Martian, I'm kind of a man. This and is I'm weird. Also a vegetarian. Yes, I eat. I like to drink too, but water most likely. Everybody get down with me because you know why? Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs> Martian man hunter. Meanwhile, Superman has eradicated the entire human race. Oh crap! Oh crap! 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 <laughs> Um, so what do you have this? I see a Diablo 3, a glitch gives, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, what is this? okay, well, yeah, I guess some news we got this week. So Metro Last Light is a shooter that just came out, uh, is coming out, like, it's coming out, I believe, this week on Tuesday. Uh, and it's written by a book by a guy named Dmitry Glukowski. Mm. He's, uh, he wrote a book called Metro Last Light, which takes place in a apocalyptic, uh, Russia. Okay. And so there was a nuclear war. It wipes out most of mankind. Most of mankind moves underground. But then you have those factions. You basically have like a neo-Nazi uh, faction. You have oh, I love neo-Nazis. And then you also have mutants. You have like radioactive areas. And so this this game is based on one of his novels. Oh. Uh, it's set in this time frame. As far as a shooter, it looks pretty good. I think it looks like it has some cool elements to it. Very much Fallout-ish with like the masks and things like that, and like the time period and. Things. Oh, cool! Um, but it's uh, uh, pretty neat. What what uh, what game uh, company has picked this up to and made it? I forget who the company actually is, but I know it's a uh, it's coming out for all systems and PC. Okay, cool. So it's gonna be like a mass release. Mass release. You, uh, now is Nintendo is the Wii U getting this? I haven't checked to see if the Wii U. I definitely know the three top ones like PC. Yeah, PC. PC, 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 PC. PC. So that's what I'm always curious about now because now because. 
the we can now do but those graphics and everything like that. So I'm curious if they're actually now making games. Um, actually, that was a story. I saw apparently EA came out and just said the Wii U is crap. Uh-huh. They're saying like we can't make any games for this or whatnot. So I'm just all like, uh, okay, sense. EU, EA, but like you haven't made any games. Did you even try? Madden. Yeah, you know, I that's what I get. It's like that's all you make though is Madden, and how is it you can't make it for the Wii U? How's it hanging, Madden? So that was kind of a weird, um, weird uh, thing. I was actually having a conversation yeah, uh, about yeah. the Wii U going how... Actually, yeah, it's already, it's already out. 514, the Metro Last Light came out, and it's made by a company... Uh, yeah, it looks like PC, PS3, 360, Xbox Live, and uh, NVIDIA is like the power behind it, but no Wii U release. Mm, okay. And then it also looks like it was made by... It looks like it's just them. I guess it's, it's just their name of their title. It doesn't show... Uh, oh, okay. Deep Silver, maybe, I think is the company. Deep Silver, my Silver Fox. They also made deep. such games like Down in the Deep with some Silver Shots. Is this our musical episode? Yeah, I guess so. Okay. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of weird. I was having a conversation with the uh, somebody with the Nintendo Wii U, uh, just basically how like I have pretty much all the titles I want for right now because I'm waiting for them to release some. I know oh, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Zelda Ocarina of Time. To be released, but not Ocarina of Time, uh, Wind Waker, my bad. Uh, but I was, uh, I did download a Resident Evil demo for the game, so I haven't played that yet, so I'll probably play that in a little bit uh, once this podcast is uh, wrapped up in tasty tickles. But uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too new. Yeah, just um, it's just weird that I think that Nintendo, especially with that new system coming out, you know, in June soon, it's like. Nintendo, what are you what are you doing? What, why are you why are you dropping? Why are you the ball? dropping the ball? Yeah, you... But they're also having a, their E three event coming up soon. They've also started advertising that, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see what they come out with. Yeah. So I, I think the reason we haven't really been playing a lot of games is because you, sir, have been planning for a panel at the Phoenix Comic Con. That is correct. I will be doing. I'll be on a panel for a uh, Quentin Tarantino uh, panel. Uh, we'll be talking about the movies of that. It's actually at uh, 4:30 on Friday. Woo! Uh, so if you're going to be at Phoenix Comic Con, you want to go ahead and check that out. Um, I'll be representing the Four Eyed Radio Network while I'm up there. I'll be hosting. Well, not hosting, but Andrew's hosting uh, along with Neil. And I believe there's two other people. I have not met them yet, so I apologize if I don't know your name. But uh, we had Andrew on the show. Hello. And he uh, did a fantastic job promoting it. So um, we'll make sure. I know Neil um, does another podcast out here called The Three Drunk Geeks. So we'll hopefully get them on soon as a huge like mashup kind of thing. But yeah, yeah. so definitely if you're going to the Phoenix Comic Con, which will be this weekend, um, coming up for Memorial oh, Day, uh, 4i Radio will be there. Um, so we won't have a booth or anything like that, but we'll be walking around. So we will be trying to interview a bunch of people, get a bunch of pictures, throw it on the website. So come out there, check us out, and uh, have some fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or else. I don't know. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Like I'm really excited for it. I missed uh, going last year because I had to work, and I did get to go the year prior, and that was a lot of fun. And this is my actually first year attending as part of a network, so it should be a lot of fun to see mm-hmm. and talk to people and interview people about all the fun stuff that's going to be occurring. Uh, so are you going to Geek Prom? Yeah, I'm going to try. I'm now, do you have to pay for that? I know that you buy a ticket through either Bookman's or through... Okay, because I'm going to have to I have to do that, because actually I will have a date for Geek Prom. <gasps> yeah, I forget. You can go to their website, and I think it gives you all the details on Phoenix Comic Con about the Geek Prom. 
I know that all the proceeds go into the charity for the kids need to read. Oh, and fuck then, those kids. Hey, they need to read. You know, you know what? <laughs> they don't need... No, they don't need to read. You know what they do need to do? Play more video games. No, they need to go to audible.com. Audible.com. Tell yeah. all about Well, if you're like me, you hate reading. And why read a book? Why waste your hard time? Why read a time? book? Why read a book when you take a look and someone can read it? Read it for you. So yes, go to sociallyawkwardstudios.com, click okay. on the audible.com right banner, and sign up for the free trial or the discounted three-month plan, and oh check this God. out. You'll find books that people will read to you. Oh my God! So you could be all like, I'm with the Lorax, read by Chris Walken. The Lorax is crazy. He's a man, but not really. He eats snapples. It's weird. Very nice. Here's the script. <laughs> So, so if you're like me, you don't like to read, check out audibles.com, go through sociallyawkwardstudios.com, click on the Audible banner, and enjoy people reading books to you. I'd like to, th- I think what my want is I want Bane uh, reading uh, some E.E. E. Cummings uh, with his mask on and everything. I don't know that book. I'll read the different book, though. How about this? Quote the raven, evermore. And I go, raven, what would break first? Your mallet or your face. Uh, we should go for coffee sometime, Kyle. <laughs> I'd like to go for coffee. Eric never wants to go for coffee. He thinks I can't eat food because I wear the mask. Read this poem out loud and feel the difference in the flow of words from the clock section. Stay a while and listen. I don't know why I always sound like Decker K when I try to do that. Oh, why would you why would you read him out a book if you plan on throwing him out of a plane? Why would you give him the book after you threw him out of the plane? Why would you eat Snapple's cakes if you don't have a dinner plan? Why would you be able to eat if you have a mask? I don't eat food. What do you But eat? when I do, I prefer masks. Dos Equis masks. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Bane. Never. The, uh, yeah, so then some other news we have is about some news and some other stuff. Yeah, so back to... Um, <clears throat> no, it's oh, great yeah, so that we have the proceeds and some of that. So we have... Uh, what was it? The Diablo 3. Uh, yeah, so Diablo 3 recently had this thing come out where there's a glitch in the game where these people were using it, whereas if you purchased gold or if you sold gold or did any auction transactions and then kind of did something to it, you could actually double or triple the amount of gold you got back. So it caused this huge fluctuation at the auction houses. Well, unfortunately, they were all caught. So if you had been caught doing that, any of your sales, any of your things you bought, or any of the gold you earned have been depleted, and you've also been banned from the servers for a while while they've uh, tried to figure out what the bug is. But Oh, wow. So they really are cracking down on it because it does cause a problem if someone like is playing the game and they're like, oh, I really want to buy this like set of linen. Well, then it causes this influx of price where the linen normally would have been maybe like a couple of gold to the point where now it's like a ridiculous high. you know. So that it is. did mess some things up. But so basically someone screwed over the Diablo 3 economy. They did, yeah. It was actually not just a few. It was quite a few million screwed over the economy. Oh, okay. It was, uh, someone found out the glitch, told everyone, then everyone started doing it, and then they had to shut down the uh, servers to fix the error. But as far as I know, the error has been fixed, but it's also one of those things where like, be just a few ruined it for everybody else who were like, oh, like if you were just like, I, I want a couple extra gold here and there. Oh. It's now been fixed, so you can't do that. So that Batman. Mm. So what is this new handheld? Well, this thing was announced, and a lot of people are kind of skeptical about it. Nvidia basically came out with something called the Shield, 
It's a, a new handheld. It basically looks like an Xbox 360 controller. Okay. It flips up like a DS where there's a screen that you can play on. Uh, there's certain titles that you can download for it. There's certain titles that you have uh, can port out too. So if you have it, you can actually plug it into like your TV through HDMI or a USB cable. It also has an SD card in the back. Oh, wow. So you can plug it into things and play it on like big screen televisions. But it's also going for about $349 dollars. Uh, just for a handheld. So a lot of people are haven't really reviewed it yet because I think it just came out. Yeah, like I just went to the uh, the thing. You can pre-order it. So technically, it has not even come out yet. Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I mean, it looks pretty slick, and the controls look pretty good. It looks like, yeah, it looks like a full-fledged uh, like Xbox 360 controller, pretty much. Um... Now is it by Xbox? Because it looks Not like it has the X A. It has the those buttons in the same exact order and stuff like that. So it's yeah. just very kind of. I think it's. I'm not sure if it is licensed by Xbox, but I know it definitely. Yeah, because it even has like the uh, back uh, things too. But yeah, but it even looks like you can hook it up to an HDMI. Probably play through that. Uh, so an actual TV screen maybe. So that's actually. I mean, it depends on like the games and stuff like that that would come out for it. Um, but a lot of them are going to be definitely like more PC general uh, kind of games. Um, yeah, I know. I was kind of. It's it's different. It's definitely a different look to it. I mean, imagine having this thing in your pocket when you're walking around. Well, to be know. fair, I mean, if you think about it, though, um, the new PlayStation Vita, it's a good size and stuff like that, but you can't really fit in your pocket. Um, the 3DS, the normal one, you can fit in your pocket, but it's not like super compact. I mean, the last compact game console that I thought that could actually fit in your pocket, no problem, was probably the Nintendo. Uh, uh, S was it SD uh, uh, Game Boy Advance? Right. Or the SP, was it called? Or I forget. I think it was the SD, but SD, it was the, the right. one that flipped open and stuff like that. But that was, like, the only yeah, smallest the, one. That was the, yeah, the, that was, like, the special, like, flippy one of their... Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it, I mean, it looks pretty slick. It looks pretty stylish and everything like that. We'll probably post this, uh, like, some pictures we'll of it on TV. Yeah, I want to go... Yeah, I, wa I want to see some reviews, though, first before you make a decision. I mean, but granted, I mean... To be honest with you, this is, has been... Uh, yeah, it's got built-in speakers. It's got a built-in NVIDIA processor. It's got, like, the volume controls. It's got, like, mail so you can send things to people. Yeah. And uh, do quite a bit of things with it. Uh, but, yeah, just like I said, when I saw the price tag, I thought that was a little bit much for a handheld, considering, like, what's the uh, DS going Well, on? right now, you could get a normal DS, I think, for $129, and then the extra large is about $200. So, I mean, it does ranges, but, I mean, then again, I have been saying this for a while. There used to be these, uh, it's like, why have they ever made a system that basically is like, you know, the, the, the system basically is the controller. Yeah. And then you would just have that kind of thing because that's always seemed to happen with handhelds where you always have to adjust, like, your, oh, okay. your hand placement. Yeah, and stuff. here it says it uses Android, pure Android, and then it's also a multi-touch screen, too. Oh. You'll be able to tap on the screen and do stuff as well. Interesting. Okay, well, that's kind of cool. So, yeah, it should be pretty nice. Something that just was la uh, launched this year. But I know a lot of people, Xbox included, PS4, uh, Wii, they all said the same thing. Like, go to your local Best Buy. Go to your local, like, mall to try some of the titles that will be out. If it's going to be a premiere at E3, 360, or Xbox is making sure that you can go to the store and try a demo of it, too. So if you're not able to make it out to E3, mm. you can go to, like, should be able to go to your local store and play some of those titles. That's that very cool. Well, yeah, but it looks like you're all going to have... Well, look at some of the titles, though, according to the screen that's going by. It did show, like, Batman Arkham City. Yeah. It did show Borderlands. It did show... So if you're telling me that I'm able to take half of these games, kind of like a Steam... You know, on the go, yeah, it has the, yeah, Witcher, uh, the Witcher and stuff like that. So, to me, that's kind of like also like, well, this is like a basically a handheld. I'm just gonna say handheld, uh, like portable console. Now. Dishonored, Left 4 Dead 2, Portal 2. Yeah, so if you could take all that kind of stuff with you on the road, Scrim, that's possibly. actually kind of cool. Yeah, actually, it's not that bad. Looks like it's gonna be powered by Steam too. So yeah, Skyrim's on here. So yeah, quite a bit of stuff. So I mean, I would not mind taking Skyrim out on the road like that. So especially while driving. Wee! Yeah. 
sir. Do you so we'll, we'll see what happens. But there is a problem with this. With a lot of good stuff like this and a lot of stuff coming at you going like, oh, this is really good, the price alone could kill it. And also the fact that is there actually going to be so Because I actually talked to a lot of people. Not too many people are big on handheld gaming. No, it's true. Like, don't get me wrong. They're the best systems that sell and stuff like that because they're cheap and affordable and stuff like that. But a lot of people don't go out and get the handheld games because they're like, handheld games aren't for me. I'd rather just sit at home and play on a console. So... Uh, but if this is one of those games where you can plug into your TV and have the HDMI cord, yeah, exactly. Like that's pretty cool. So yeah, especially yeah, if you're not trying to have a big tower or a laptop, <laughs> like a gaming laptop alone is like three thousand dollars. Exactly. Like, here now you can get a gaming handheld, and a lot of people prefer PC games with a controller. That's what I was just thinking because I'm a huge uh, controller-based thing. Like if I were to jump on and actually could play Steam with this, I'd do it. Gamer Steam. <laughs> But but then again, if this comes out around the same time as that other system that's coming out, the uh, Oni, oh yeah, uh, that's only going to be a hundred bucks, and that's actual console. That is true, and that it looks pretty slick as well. So, but we'll yeah. see what happens. But hey, that's kind of good that a lot of people are throwing their hands into the, and this is also uh, with the um, let's go. This is also off of the Andro Android gaming as well. So that's true. Uh, so it makes me wonder: Will you be able to do Steam on that new system? I would imagine so, just because Steam seems to be pretty much kind of a norm, you know, normal thingamajigger. Uh, but who knows? Because I know a lot of places like EA is getting rid of the Origin, and a few other people uh, are doing their other, you know, versions. Like it was Origin on EA. Blizzard had their uh, Battle.net. Yes. Uh, you know, this person has this person. So I think they're trying to... Steam is basically kind of like a good network for people who are trying to develop games so they can just throw it on there. And now you have a wider market to hit because there's more people who go to Steam directly to do the games and such. Okay. So speaking of Nintendo Yaw. news, um, I saw this post in there. Sonic the Hedgehog, new game to be among the Nintendo's exclusives. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see what this is. This is called what? Sonic's Lost World. Yeah. Um, this is very much like Mario Galaxy where there's this whole planet and you Sonic's on there. And I'm not sure if it's set in this planet, like kind of how they were doing it with Sega Dreamcast. But yeah. it seems like it's going to be the first title released by Sega with Sonic exclusively on Nintendo Wii U. Like, they're literally considering Sonic is now part of the Wii U. Oh, okay, that's very universe. cool. Now, I've always... Now, the problem is, is Sonic games have really not... They've been kind of like a hit or miss um, with the past couple of titles, especially with... They had Sonic Unleashed. They had... Um, the latest one that I wanted to play was Sonic's Generation because there was a way you could actually play as old-school Sonic because Sonic goes back to the past forever. This was like right. the 20th anniversary. But it literally was beefed-up graphics and your side-scrolling like, like the old school Sonic games and stuff like that, and I'm like, I kind of like that kind of feature with Sonic, because don't get me wrong, when Sonic became into 3D, it was very hard for him, he would always, like, f go so fast and then fly off the edge, and you're like, ah, didn't I want to do that? Like, there was no boundaries and right, right, right. and stuff like that with Sonic. Like, with Mario, it works for the 3D aspect, because you can run around and stuff like that, and there's really no, like, he's not going super, super fast. So, hopefully they'll get, like, a good, you know, concept with this, where it's not like you're just like, ah! <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they said that he's also going to be starring in that uh, new uh, Mario and Sonic uh, Sachi uh, Olympic Games that's coming out. Oh, okay, the for the Winter Games. Olympics. So. so they're going to be doing a game with them again. Because they did one, when I think it was for the Cube. They actually did... Or no, 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 they, it is for the Wii. They actually did two for the Wii. They did Sonic and... Uh, Mario and Sonic's uh, Olympics, and then they did Summer Olympics. Oh, nice. And then now they're doing a Winter's Olympics. Which is so. be on the Wii U. It looks good, though. So, yeah, they were talking about that today, and they said that this is going to be... Uh, the first featured adventure. There's also going to be a 3DS version, I guess, coming out. Okay. Uh, there's also a multi-game uh, agreement to destined to boost Sonic's presence on Nintendo's next-gen system. So this is really something that they're pushing to try and like let people be aware that, yeah, he is not only 
back, but he's exclusively on Nintendo. Wow, really that's actually control. kind of a... So maybe because you wonder, though, because he did release... They did release all their games on every console last week. Now, how much, how good... Now, that's what I'm curious about. Did his sales work better on a Nintendo system... And then they didn't work so well on the oh, other the three systems, yeah. the other two systems, because people were like, I don't like Sonic because I'm an adult, da, 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 whatever, you know, whatnot. So. It could be, and I know, I mean, let's face it, the Wii, Nintendo is definitely classic for children. Like, it's, you want your kids to play Nintendo, you'd want, we played Nintendo, you know, it's just, it's a good, safe system that, you know, people can, then there's some really great titles on mm-hmm. it. So to see Sonic on that title instead of just being dead. I think it's a really cool move. So I thought. No, that's good. Yeah, no, I've always, I've always liked the Sonic games, but I do have to uh, say when he did become in the 3D aspect, he did kind of lose a lot of his thing. Give him a gun. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was Shadow. That was like the weirdest thing. I was like, I'm gonna give him a gun. It's like, give him a gun. It's like, no, not. But that should be interesting. I'll, I'll look forward to that because. Obviously, I was a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan uh, when see, Sega Genesis was huge. Now, most of our listeners are probably too young. They're like, what's a Sega Genesis? Sega. But um, speaking of old past systems of that, you actually picked a very good uh, question for the uh, Get Gaming question <laughs> of the... Yes, I did. And no. why is your thing not working? No, it's working just fine. I just wanted to yell at it. Ah. But, uh, yeah, the Get Gaming question of the week, uh, hashtag Get Gaming, uh, what is or was your favorite handheld and why? Now, I thought that was a great uh, thing because there's so many handhelds that have actually come and gone that a lot of people don't even realize. Oh, yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, of course, you could say Nintendo pretty much holds the aspect of that, and PlayStation just jumped into the game about, maybe was about, about was, three I, years ago. It was funny because when I was I, ga- I Googled handhelds, and then I was just going to be like, okay, yeah, maybe like a picture of a Game Boy because that's like one that we had and... You know, maybe someone's going to talk about their Game Gear. But then as soon as I Googled it, like, I remember those Tiger systems. And yeah, the Tiger handhelds. Like, oh, my God, I for- totally forgot about There's also these. the Game & Watches that came out, like, oh, beforehand yeah. and stuff. So, I mean, there was plenty of different handheld ones. So, um, one of our friends, uh, Carlisle Rice, who's on the uh, Punch the Walls of Reality and the host of uh, actual... Straight out of Austin, the yeah. actual Austin. He was like the fr- he was like literally two seconds after I posted that. But I remember when he said this: the Sega Nomad. Now I don't remember them advertising it this much because I remember the Game Gear like came out was came up, yeah, and was like, it, what came out was like, hey, look at this, and then it kind of just died off. Like it really, like it had a huge thing for like a summer, and then like it really just kind of panned off because it was way too expensive, and the battery life was really oh, bad on yeah. it. And uh, then they came out with the Sega Nomad. Now I, I we've always talked about this. I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if you could take an actual like uh, handheld thing, but actually take your console games and put them in there and take them on the road. And this is what the uh, the Sega Nomad. Now, how, did you ever get a chance to play this thing? Or? When I worked at uh, Bookman's for a very short period of time, I was pl- privileged enough to see one come in and we offered on it, and then to see test it out and see it work and everything. Um, and I was blown away by it. Like, I was like, really? Like, I'm surprised that this one didn't do better because that way you already had console games that came out, and now this was the portable version. I mean, this is like pre. N64 games on your 3DS. Like yes. This was like really ahead of its time. So, I mean, yeah, after seeing it come in, and that was just a couple of years ago, I was really blown away by that. I was like, oh my god, like I cannot believe like someone thought of this. And um, I think the one that we got to came with the power adapter, so you oh, don't wow. have to worry about battery life. So, I mean, like, yeah, if you had old Sega games, like, there you go, you could just Yeah, that's, it out. Uh, that's like a... Pr- and that was a good thing, because if you think about it, you definitely now, if you just if you had a Sega Genesis and you bought that console, you weren't buying new games for it. No. You were just basically buying the same games they would use anywhere. Exactly. So that was actually kind of a... That's actually a really cool thing. Now, you said the Neo Geo. Right, which was the handheld. They had a Neo Geo Pocket. 
Yes. And it was the handheld version of a Neo Geo like arcade game. Oh. And they, what was cool about it is one of the games that came in for one that came in, because they would come in and we'd only take them if you brought in games with them because they were so hard to like resell without like titles for them because Neo Geo is really not known. Uh, and sure enough, like it came with like uh, Virtual Fighters. It came with like all these really great titles. And one of them that it came with was a Metal Slug game. Mm. And Metal Slug, if no one's familiar, is an arcade game that basically is a side-scrolling like uh, Double Dragon, but with like Contra elements, like your f- machiners and your shooting guns, your rescuing prisoners. Oh wow! It's got like kooky animations. You throw grenades. Like it's really like animated, really like well done. And, you know, 2D side-scrolling. So they came out for it. So imagine, like, an arcade game like that. And now, like, same oh, yeah, in the palm of your hands. Yeah, oh, hands. So when those came in, I was definitely impressed. Like, I even started, after seeing them come in, I started looking at them online to see, oh, well, I wonder if you can even pick them up anymore. And they are so hard to find and in such good condition, like, to be playable. Like, yeah, if you have one, hold on to it because they're going to be worth some buku. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's a, that's like the Neo Geo systems in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. Those, like, came and went just because they were way... There was, like, the first console, I have to say, that was, like, almost, what, $400? Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, they were worth... And the cartridges were huge. Oh, yeah. They were amazingly big. Uh, good old uh, Matt Renfro from uh, the Fro Show and also uh, co-host on Socially Awkward. Uh, if you're going to... If we're going uh, Tiger Handheld Games, then it was uh, Carnov. Yeah, either Carnov or Carnov. Uh, now, I've never heard of it. It's pretty good. Okay, so... Google it later. It's, re- said, it's a very fun game. He said, uh, I used to play it all the time I at my like G-Mom's place. Oh, really? It was a Batman Returns Tiger uh, handheld, which took place on a roof, and you had to like just throw people off the roof, basically. Oh. And then randomly, some other characters would show up. Like, for whatever reason, you stayed on a roof. Like, you didn't move anywhere else. Oh, yeah? You were just on the roof, and like random enemies would come That's pretty you. funny. Um, Eric Dewey said, other than my cell phone, I have to say the Game Boy Advance loved to play Super Mario Bros. 3 on the same device as Tet, of course, of Socially Awkward, and Majesty Secret Her Podcast, Majesty Her Majesty's Secret Podcast, and Science and Beer. And... That's it. He's part owner of the uh, four-eyed radio. No, he doesn't own shit. Oh, okay. No, I kicked him out. Definitely. See ya. Thanks, everybody. Uh, Steve, Steve Mastin just posted today uh, about the Game Gear. Uh, he had fond memories of staying up late in bed playing when I was supposed to be asleep as a kid. Mm. So if Steve Mastin's mom's listening, you can now give him a spank. Yeah. Uh, he's also a one of the hosts of 12A. He is. 12A, indeed. So me, I would have to say, I'm trying to think, because actually, I, I think... I'm trying to think. I think the only handheld system that I haven't owned so far probably had to be the Neo Geo one that you're right. talking about, the uh, N-Gage, which was a horrible idea. Yeah, I mean, the PSP even counts in this like handheld realm. No, no, I do that. No, yeah. I do have the PSP. I do have, uh, obviously, the latest Nintendo. I think I pretty much have gotten every single Nintendo handheld system um, because I'm a huge fan of Nintendo. I haven't picked up the PSP Vita just because, like everyone says, there's like literally right now for me and still for me, there's only two games out for it, and I really don't see like am I how often will I use this. So I'm so waiting on that one to drop prices and stuff. The shield does look pretty interesting. So, um, but actually, now that I mention it, as you said, was about three hundred dollars. Yeah, I think that one was coming out for about three hundred easy. Uh, to be honest with you, the place, the PSP when it first came out was about four hundred dollars. That's true. I forgot so, uh, it all depends. But I would have to say, I still today my favorite handheld that I've probably played had to be probably my Game Boy Advance SP. Ah. Because it was the first one where they redesigned the Game Boy finally. Yeah, all the micro too for me. And then they made a backlit, which we never had before on a Nintendo system, which was perfect. And just fit in your pocket. You could take that everywhere. Um, great games for that. You know, they had that Boktai. 
which where you had to go yeah. out into the sun and like actually charge your gun up and stuff like that. It was a very amazing game. I think that was by uh, Konami as well. So yeah, um, yeah, I definitely have to say probably hands down was probably the uh, Game Boy Advance SP for me. Hmm. I think for me, uh, if we're going Nintendo, I like I love the micro. Like I still wish I had my micro because I thought it was like one of the best systems. It had a really nice crisp screen, perfect fit in your pocket. Like you literally have your cell phone and your micro in your pocket and not have to worry about it. Um, and the game for that, of course, was the Advance Wars and of course Fire Emblem, the first one. Because uh. those were both just games that you're like, oh yeah, like this is awesome. Like you could just you know keep playing those all over and over again. Um, so it would be my my two as well. Yeah, though, but I do. I am liking the uh, 3DS a lot, though, because not only is it the gaming system, but all the f- all the stuff that Nintendo finally started networking into their systems with the online and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just ridiculous to think that like you know it started as basically the gray brick, and now it's oh, like yeah, yeah. just how handheld system has become now. It's it's ridiculous. So, uh, but yeah, no, great, great, uh, great question this week. I didn't even think about that. I was like, that's awesome. But yeah, um, I actually do want to touch upon those uh, Tiger Electronics because I remember those. Um, now I don't even know if Tiger Electronics is around anymore. I don't think so. I just in general. Have to look into it to but um, yeah, they did. They did a lot of those games, and it was weird because it's like they were able to get the rights from all these different game companies. Now, to be honest, I don't think the only game that never came out on a Tiger Electronic was probably any Super Mario games, um, Zelda games, or like any kind of Nintendo-based games. But they did get Sonic the Hedgehog. They did get um, what's it called? They did get Sonic the Hedgehog. They did get like Castlevania. They did get like. Um, Street Fighter, I believe, on these things. So they did get a lot of these, like, you know, second-party, third-party games, uh, which I have no idea. Uh, I think my favorite title still was the TMNTs they came out with on Tiger. Oh, that's right. A lot of the movie titles, like, early on when movie titles came out, like, Tiger got a lot of them. Um, uh, they even had a Mortal Kombat one. It was really dumbed down, but they did have a Mortal Kombat well, one. I remember you had a uh, Mega Man 2 one. I did, and that one was awesome. Cause, and I loved it, too, because, like, it was so simple. There was no, like, music or anything. It would just literally be like, mink, mink. Bank, and then all of a sudden it'd be like, meow, like, and then you knew, like, oh, I died, or like, bang. yeah, it was so weird because it was so basic graphic wise, but then it's like the background just stayed the same, so you were just going on and on through the same kind of like level, basically, oh, but yeah. you just didn't care because it was just like this fun little handheld thing that you could take on the road with you. So, yeah, I believe I had a Sonic the Hedgehog 3 1. Um, I think it was my first and only uh, Tiger Electronic. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking at some of the ones they had that uh, Gauntlet, they had hang, hang On, oh, yeah. Simon's Quest was one, Double yeah. Dragon. Um, looks like they had Aladdin. They had a lot of Disney titles oh, yeah. as well. Uh, they even had a G.I. Joe and a Ninja. It uh, looks like almost like a Ninja Gaiden. Uh, and then, of course, like, this is not real, but <laughs> this one's uh, American History X. <laughs> Someone made their own version of it. So it's like, That'd uh, be pretty funny. Racism meter goes up. But yeah, they have like X-Men. There's a whole bunch of them. Spinball, I remember they came out with that one. Yeah. Uh, and I remember it was so great because they even had a Battletoads one because all you had to do was put a couple double A's in it. Mm-hmm. And that was it. You just play forever. And like you just kept going and tried to get a higher score. Oh, yeah. Well, so apparently they, I just looked at TigerDirect.com, but I don't think that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, okay. So they have the American X one. That one's pretty funny. Chippendale. Um, yeah, Chippendale, uh, X-Men. Yeah, I remember even Terminator, Sonic the Hedgehog. But I even remember like some of them were like... Oh, they even had a Star Trek one. But I love how the concept was just exactly... I mean, think about it. All they really had to do was replace the colors of the buttons and then the uh, screen, you know, whatever the game was, and boom. It's like it was pretty much the same design throughout all of them, you know? Yeah, actually, I remember Aaron, I think, had the Aladdin one. I'm going to have to post this uh, commercial. It's Mortal Kombat, uh, the trilogy handheld game from 1990. It's like, a, I guess, the most ridiculous commercial I've probably seen, so... 
I'll have to post that on our uh, page. Even on a Batman run. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Virtual Fighter. Yeah, they had a, they had a ton. Yeah, and I think what was cool about it was like you could either go buy the game, um, and you could play it at home, and of course, like that was anywhere from twenty to thirty dollars. And this was an aspect where you could bring it with you, spend a lot less. I think they were anywhere from nine to ten dollars. Yeah, these were pretty cheap. Yeah, they weren't inexpensive at all. So I found a commercial called uh, Mortal Kombat: The Trilogy Handheld Game, nineteen ninety. Uh, I will definitely post this on our Facebook page because it is definitely a 1990s commercial. There's a wedding. <laughs> There's a young kid who's bored out of his mind. And then he gets to play his Tiger uh, handheld game. And it's insane. Yeah, that looks nothing like what you're playing. But yeah, This is like a walk down that memory uh, lane right now. <laughs> so yeah, I'll definitely post this because this thing looks so ridiculous. I don't have audio here, but it looks awesome. Actually, if you put, send me the uh, link real quick, I can probably get some audio on it. Okay, there you go. It's right on the page. Yeah. Right at the end. But yeah, I think a Tiger, I mean, I, what a great concept that you could buy it, like 10, 12 bucks, bring it home, pop a battery in it, and you would just have like literally hours of you just sitting there playing it. You turn it off when you're not done with it. I remember I, we had like three or four of them just lying around that you could just like, oh, pick them up and just, you know, kept you quiet. They were cheaper than buying a, a handheld all the time, so... Okay, well then I guess skip the stupid advertisement. Yeah, I love how they did it. Okay, here we go. Now I'll the street fighter. All the bodies fall like rain on a 1990s commercial. Actually, I remember. I do remember those commercials where it'd be all like, uh, "It's all like Tiger Rage." Yeah, exactly, Tiger Rage because you were like stuck somewhere doing something you didn't want to do. <laughs> so like, yeah, here's this kid in the wedding. Here's the Street Fighter Two one. Oh man, this looks that's pretty funny. Work. Yeah, so we'll definitely throw that up on the uh, the Facebook page. That was that's pretty hilarious. Um, uh, retro junkie. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see. So um, Kyle, uh, since I know this is gonna be uh, dropping the week of Comic Con, um, what are you looking forward to at Comic Con? Uh, a couple of things actually. What was cool is I got contacted by uh, Oya, the company that builds the the new handheld. <laughs> So I got contacted by them, and they were like, hey, we'd like to advertise your games and stuff. And Yes, actually, I saw that on your Twitter feed for uh, Mooney Studio. So are you going to be now creating games for that system? Yeah, I was looking into it for a while, and what was cool about it is, like, I'm using XNA and a few uh, Microsoft programs, which you can download for free. So if anyone's interested in learning how to do games, you can. Once you go to license your games, though, you do have to pay about 100 bucks for the licensing. Mm -hmm. And then they end up taking about, I think it's like 30% of your pro profit. So if you make seven Seventy dollars, you know, they take you know a certain amount, and you okay. make a certain amount. It's like a you know seventy thirty split. So if it was a hundred dollars, that's what I was trying to say. You get seventy bucks, and they get thirty, and that's for them to help advertise you, yes. things like that, You're paying for the licensing, and that's so Microsoft actually makes a profit on that. It's understandable. Mm -hmm. So the Oya doesn't charge you to develop, gives you free advertising. 
will still do a 30-70 split with you once your game launches, but you can set your price. Like You don't have to sit with oh, certain wow. guidelines. You can tell, say 4 bucks, 2 bucks, whatever. Very nice. So, now, question for you with this new system. Um, <laughs> are you actually going to finally be releasing uh, the game that I've been waiting for for a long time, the Monster Hunter or Monster Slayer? Yeah, that one's going to come out hopefully right in Junction. What, I, what had happened was we started looking at trends and like the handheld... Like 2D Fighter will work just fine on a Xbox and on the Oya and things like that, but we really wanted to hit something mass and get a lot of like a lot of exposure. And ours is going to be Colony is going to be one that you're actually going to be able to take with you. So you're going to be able to play it like on Facebook, but then also take it with you when you're like on your phone, okay, at home on a tablet. Like we're trying to hit all those markets, see how they do, and then eventually we're trying to do more of a console-based game with that one. With okay, very cool, very cool. Player. So we're still that one's still there. We're still working hard on that one, and then we're just trying to finish up the Colony one to get that one like out and going and and uh, kind of get the bugs out. But yeah, we basically have a couple that are all like staggered, like they're all. Well, that's right very cool. Back. That's very cool. And and yeah, it was sweet because like they offered me. I forget what it was. They, gonna, uh, we, should we uh, should we maybe talk to them about being like, hey, can we uh, get you guys a sponsor? Yeah. Okay, I'll ask them. I know they were asking me if I needed a system for beta testing. And stuff, so. <gasps> yes, please. Because so, uh, I was planning on buying one, but now I can just steal your. I mean, borrow. I mean, you can steal play yours. test. Yeah, that's the terminology. So yeah, I'm gonna talk to them and see about it. I mean, if I have to pay for it, like it's 150. No, bucks it's 100. No, it's even, two controllers. Like, oh yeah, 150. Nice but yeah, that's what we talked about, which I was. Which uh, still is like a lot. Yeah, because you know, I, I was I was talking to a lot of people like, well, yeah, but it's not gonna have like these bases is gonna have it but i'm like dude uh, literally the right now with sony on this system is dusty's revenge, is dusty's alone. revenge alone dusty's so revenge. uh which is ridiculous yeah it looks awesome so yeah so yeah i definitely think i actually talked about it i'm like i think that might be an early birthday gift for myself so yeah. um uh, comes out june 25th yeah so, so um, i talked to them but yeah that's a, that was a title that we're uh very cool very cool so we're in talks with them very nice um yeah so that's that's awesome i remember seeing that on uh the twitter feed and i went ahead and retweeted that because i thought that was oh, fantastic yeah. um so um yeah i think we're going to wrap up this episode of arcade bros but we will talk about um yeah we're going to be at famous comic con so oh, yeah, you, yeah i like how you asked me a question and i was like fuck that shit i'm yeah. going to talk about my own thing uh yeah my, what i'm looking forward to is seeing uh, the konami's comic book which is a fan of ours uh and our friend of ours tavis made yeah tavis made it and jack uh, crawford uh co-creators of that um they'll be under the thunder scroll Thunderskull Press um, banner. Yeah, uh, check them Artist out. Alley, I guess. Is what yeah, it's going to be an Artist Alley. Uh, definitely check them out because TJ does a bunch of other different strips. He does uh, Stranger Danger. Uh, he does the Konamis. And he is, he's going to have a whole massive bunch of prints of different artworks and stuff like that. So definitely go ahead and check them out. I know and I was probably world famous there. with the strip shirt. That so is true. If you're a fan of that, you can go meet him. Meet him, him, talk to him, you know, see, you know, he'll give you some advice or tell you to piss off. One of the two. I'm not One sure. of the two. Or both at the same time. Yeah. Hi, nice to meet you. Piss off. Piss off. That might be his uh, catchphrase. I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to some of the Babylon 5 stuff. I'm definitely looking forward to meeting Will Wheaton again, chatting him up because he was a, he's a pretty cool cat. Um, and then, yeah, just checking out. I mean, there's going to be so many things to do there. There's going to be a game tournament. There's from those Ooh. guys from those, uh, I forget, not not, uh, not Devastation, but the other group, uh, whatever they're called, like Extreme Players or something like that. But they're okay. there. Check them out. Very cool. Game. Very cool. Um. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I got the uh, panel on Friday, which I think kind of works out for me because I, I I thought it was going to be originally on Sunday, and I was kind of like, oh man, that means I have to be stressing about it the entire week. But then I figured, you know what? I can kind of come in, get it, get it, get good, and go, yeah, and then it. boom. So yeah, believe it. So um, I'm looking forward to that, and then yeah, just uh, chilling out with everybody. I know um 
Uh, roommate's gonna go. We're gonna meet a bunch of people. Everybody that we interviewed already on socially awkward. We have already talked about like meeting up with them and chit chatting and hanging out and stuff like that. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. So if you want to hang out with us, just go ahead and you know and find us. We'll be wandering around the con, you know, the convention center and stuff yeah. like that. We'll be trying to get in and out of everywhere and things like that. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to 2013. It's it's gonna be fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, so I guess uh, until next time, uh, you can find me gamer tags on Xbox is uh, School Days S K O O L D A Z E zero six nine on Xbox Live. Uh, remove that zero six nine that's on PlayStation three, um, and then add that zero back for the Nintendo Network. Actually, I think my Nintendo is zero nine two. Oh, I have it at six nine, buddy. Uh, on the website. Uh, we'll have to fix that. Uh, 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 you can also follow me on Twitter at Stephen with a PH Mooney Jr. You can also follow us on Twitter at Arcade underscore Bros. Uh, Kyle, where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, on Twitter, they can also find me at Arcade Bros with the underscore. Yes. And the at symbol. Or you can also find me at uh, at uh, the website Arcade Bros. Uh, they can find me at a Broken Robo R0B0, both on PlayStation 4 and Xbox 360. And as oh. always, if you go to our website, you can look on to the far right-hand side. We have our host, and we have it labeled as Player 1 and 2 with a new fancy little start button. And you can uh, see our player tags and what we're up to uh, on that page so yeah actually i really have to say what's really kind of cool is i have had a bunch of people already add me uh like i've had two people at least add me on playstation network mm-hmm. uh, so um that's kind of cool so i haven't played with them yet though but uh because again i haven't been on the playstation in a while but now i have been because actually basically it was funny I was, I was planning on playing zombie u yesterday and instead there were so many updates for the wii u because i haven't touched it in a while so i was like all right so i just ended up playing that uh <laughs> wrath of the white witch game so i was like okay whatever but um yeah, so um, I think that wraps it up. I, we should have an episode um, next week. I know it's going to be really weird and hectic for uh, with Comic-Con coming on and stuff like that because we'll all be busy, but we're guaranteed to have another episode for you the following week. Um, so, yeah, so until next time, kiddos, keep on gaming. This has been another production of the Four Eyed Radio Network. For more great shows, go on and check out www.4iradio.com.